Does Tyler Van Dyke hold the keys to a Miami Hurricanes victory against the Texas A&M Aggies? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much to the everydayers. We're almost there. It's almost game day. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube to not only help me break down Miami against Texas A&M, but to also break down some of the blue chip recruits that are going to be at the game. Please, Miami, play well. Impress these recruits. We are joined by my colleague at allhurricanes.com, and he's the recruiting expert and overlord here on the Lockdown Network, Brian Smith. Brian, how are you? I am doing well, sir. How about yourself? I am doing well. I am getting excited, and I want to remind folks that every time Brian joins us, it's brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. So the Hurricanes are, they're going to have to put a huge emphasis on executing in the red zone. Uh, I think they're going to have to stretch the field a lot more in the passing game than they did last week. And so, Brian, let's talk about how that matches up for Tyler Van Dyke, who I assume that finger of his is going to be healthier this week than it was last week, if that affected him at all against Miami, Ohio. Because I see Texas A&M, they've got a much better pass defense than run defense, okay? And that transfer DB they got from Boston College, Josh DeBerry, 10 tackles, an interception, and a sack last week for Texas A&M, so he seems ready. Uh, what are the big challenges for Tyler Van Dyke this week, Brian? Just don't give up the big play going the wrong directions, the number one thing. Yeah. Uh, A&M's got plenty of speedy guys on their back seven. We'll talk about the front wall in a second. But they're underrated in the back end because they're all athletic and run. Their middle backer has been their main guy since 21. I forget the guy's name, but he can scrape and get off blocks. There's, I mean, there's no way around it. Miami's still going to try to pound it to a certain degree. You have to run some. But AM, they rotated a lot of guys last week, and they didn't have a lot of interest in the game in the second half. I went and watched it again. Their run defense is better than what it shows. Mm. And there's one guy in particular that is the rarest of rare skills, and that's Walter Nolan. He'll play three-tech. He'll wind up zero. Zero techniques can never rush the passer. Walter Roll, no one can rush the passer. He is annoying. He's the guy that is the potential game record to me. But at the same time, they're going to move him around. Miami must be able to adapt play to play with a completely changing front. They're very well coached and they have a bazillion four and five stars in their front. Yeah. You just, there's going to be second and eights and second and sevens where you're behind the chains. You know, the old saying, you need to get at least four yards on first down. If they, if they get into those situations, Van Dyke's just going to have to be accurate. Yep. I know that's not like an incredible answer. His accuracy in this game has to be as good or better than it's been at any time in his Miami Hurricanes career. Their DBs get beat a lot inside because they play aggressively, slants and quick hitters. It'll be up to the Miami receivers at that point, which have obviously plenty of talent. Ask Miami of Ohio how much fun it is tackling Colby Young. Uh, that that screen, by the way, that was phenomenal play. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tremendous. I also think they're going to try to get the screen game going with the running backs. 
uh, when Parrish went across the goal line, he was like three feet in front of me on that play where he did the, the surfing thing. Like he was hard, hard, hard running and cutting through guys. Like they have effort. They have all those things. They just got to get them in space. So a little bit of that will be play calling too. If you can catch them in a blitz, you get Henry Parrish on a screen one-on-one with guys. I like my chances. The quarterback matchup in this game is pretty interesting because obviously like the stock is going way, way up on Connor Wigman on the other side. Um, sure. He's kind of the opposite. Of, he's kind of what Van Dyke was a couple of years ago, actually, because he's a young kind of up and coming guy, but he hasn't really made a mistake yet. Uh, we were talking with Andrew Stefaniak from Locked On Aggies yesterday, and he pointed out that, you know, Wegman, he hasn't thrown a collegiate interception yet, which is like, that's awesome. But then at the same time, we don't really know how he's going to respond from that kind of adversity. Whereas Tyler Van Dyke, this is, you know, his third year or entering his third year as a, as a full-time starter. How much do you think that experience can be an advantage, Brian? Cause I, I think Tyler, and I'll talk about it in a second, had some pretty good, a good perspective when he spoke to the media yesterday. Cause at this point, you know, he's running his third different offense and there's really nothing he hasn't seen to this point. I wrote about this on all hurricanes. There, there were three things. First time adversity on the road, even if it's not a pick. And he's extremely accurate. He was a five-star kid. He was yeah. an elite player coming out of a Texas high school. Everybody recruited him. The key with him, what's it like when he gets forget, – forget the interception. That's the obvious. When he gets hit by Leonard Taylor, when he gets hit by Mesador or somebody like that, they had, for whatever it's worth, this is not my stat, PFF had 14 pressures for New Mexico against AM. That should never happen. Mm. AM recruits way too well. Something's yeah. goofy there. So they don't have yeah. chemistry up front and or he's not making the right calls, which is a big part of it as a quarterback. Hey, shift this way, shift that way. They don't fix that. Miami will beat them because it'll be third and six all day and maybe third and 12. We all know Miami does not lack for pass rushers. They're as good as any team in the country on edge. When he gets hit, does that start playing in his mind and does he start looking down getting away from his reads, throwing it up for grab. Name a young quarterback that you haven't seen do this. Pressure, escape, I don't want to get a hit, throw it up. I Name one. Happens to everyone. It's exactly that. When that happens, here's the backside of it. If Miami, I mean, he may get it out of bounds, but if Miami gets it, they got to score. You got to turn those plays into cataclysmic opportunities going against the Aggies. If James Williams takes one to the house and the place goes crazy, how does Wegman, how does he take that then? I mean, that's hard, bro. This is his first, I knew that I was going to be the guy this year, road start, been waiting for it all year. If he fails in a key moment, especially like first quarter, early second quarter, mm. Miami has to drop the hammer. Yeah, That's that's what I want to know. And then finally, at the end of the game, if it's a three-point three game and they got the ball two minutes at their own 15, it's going to be a first time for that too. That's Man, that's hard. That's what you live for, but you still got to prove it. We'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, so that's great info on Wegman. I mentioned, I think Van Dyke is coming to this one with the right perspective. Like, he he was asked about the difference in attitude from last year. You know, Miami went up to College Station 2-0 and at that time, and then, you know, that was before the wheels started to come off. He said, the biggest thing is, we now understand it doesn't come easy to us, he said. This year, we know we were 5-7. and seven. We have to work for it, he said. We can't just show up and expect yes. to win. Everyone's dialed in, and everyone's locked in and ready to roll. So, you know, it, it kind of sounds like Miami went up into that matchup at College Station last year. Maybe 
reading too many of their own press clippings, Brian, because at that time, people were thinking the Canes were going to be really good last year and they can beat A&M up there. Now they understand what it means to face that kind of adversity. I will be surprised if Miami's not grounded, for yeah. lack of a better phrase. Mm. Tyler, I, I'll give him credit. I didn't even, I don't even watch his press conferences beyond the first few words to see if he's just in a certain mood. I mm. watched about 30 seconds of it this week. He knows how to talk to the media. He's, he's, he's good to go. I watch the younger players typically, yeah. you know, cause you never know what they're going to say. And that's why they don't get many opportunities, but that's, yeah. that's another story. At the same time, I think the team is kind of rallied around the older players. Now, Matt Lee, Van Dyke, et cetera. They have a lot of veteran leadership. Thank the Lord for that, because mm -hmm. watching last year's train wreck, you could see there wasn't enough leadership, and I'm being extremely kind. When they have a bad moment, and A&M's going to create some of those. Evan Stewart and those guys at receiver, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, There's going to be adversity. When they get a 70-yard touchdown or they block a punt, whatever, the next time you get the ball, we still have Tyler Van Dyke. That's something that you can rely on. He needs to make a statement early in the game like any other quarterback, being accurate, making good decisions. But he's been there, man. That back end of 2021, that six-game stretch, it's one of the best in recent college football history for any school at a quarterback position. It was unbelievable. Now he needs to show that he can do that because AM's going to get in his face. They're going to play some cover one. They're going to come up on guys. It's going to be an NFL style. Here we come. You can't beat us. I guarantee it. They, they have the talent to do it. Yeah. Now you still got to prove. This is what you live for. This is what you have trained for your whole life. It's coming right to you in Miami Gardens. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So if Tyler Van Dyke holds the keys on offense, we'll talk about who holds the keys on defense for the Miami Hurricanes. And we'll talk about some of the blue chip recruits who are going to be in attendance. Brian is going to help us break them down. We're only getting started. You want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Folks, did you know 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? I know I'm part of that 80%. It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, science-backed ingredients. Their drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results, and by the way, without compromising your sexual health. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair health wellness quiz. You can identify the causes of your thinning hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men and enter promo code locked on college. That's Nutrafol.com slash men promo code locked on college. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts, available free on YouTube. And for the everydayers, take your everydayer experience to the next level by joining our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext. I included a link in the show description below. Get text messages directly from my phone to yours. Try it free for 14 days. Then if you like it, opt in for $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of extra added value on there. Brian Smith, our recruiting overlord, is with us. And, you know, Brian... 
uh, we were talking a little bit off the air about Leonard Taylor, who, you know, only only played 15 snaps last week against Miami, Ohio. I, I feel like he's still maybe working his way back from the injury that kept him out of spring football. He also committed a personal foul, 15-yard penalty that I don't think coaches were too happy about last week. But nope. he's going to become a lot more important in this week's matchup against the Aggies. If Miami wants to beat AM, the key like in any game, is not allowing them to be a two-way go. If yeah. Wegman is able to throw and run whenever he wants, he's very accurate, and he's got ridiculous receivers. If it's second and five, second and four, and they can just call whatever they want, uh, it's not going to be pretty. They're going to score 38, 40 points. They, they have that kind of explosiveness on the outside. Evan Stewart will be the best wide receiver Miami has faced last year or this year. Yeah. He's only a sophomore, but he's a future first-round pick. That guy one on one. If you have to bring guys into the box and play him one on one all day, that's not going to go. I don't care who's guarding. I don't care. They have to be able to mix it up and be able to just to put four and five guys along the line, just a normal look, and be able to hang with A and M's run game, which they should be able to. It's not great, yeah. but if the D line, starting with Taylor, to your point, is not consistently effective, and it's second and five. That is going to bode very, very badly for the Canes. The other thing that I'm curious about, last week, Miami, Ohio, flat out picked on to Corey Couch. There's no maybe, could be, should be. There's going to have to be some kind of change in the lineup or he's going to be in trouble. They've got to find some way to mix it up. I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. I expect James Williams to be a bigger part of the deal closer to the line. They've got big receivers beyond Stewart that he should be able to match up with in some capacity. Yeah, this guy Noah Thomas is six foot six. Oh man. He's, he's, he's super, super skilled too. Yeah. Very good at the clutch 50, 50 ball. There's no corner handling six, six. If he gets off the line, there's just not, and he's got great hands. So they're going to have to mix it up there. Maybe confuse Wegman. I would expect some post snap looks that are not very friendly to Wegman. Although he's, you know, he's a kid that grew up loving football in the state of Texas. He's a Houston kid. But he's going to see some things he hasn't before. That's the one advantage to Gidry's defense. He has a lot of different fronts and back end. He can switch. You're going to see some things just from the like from your vantage point up at the booth. I'll be on the field, but that's going to be interesting. They got to get at least one freebie. Yeah. One easy pick to either they take it to the house or sets up, you know, first and 10 at AM's 20, something like that, based on just the schematics. You got to take advantage of a guy that's basically a redshirt freshman quarterback. Right. Miami has the talent to do it. Starts up front, and then the back end's got to capitalize, too. Not only talent on the field, but there's going to be a lot of talent in the stands, Brian. It's a big recruiting Sorry. weekend for Miami. There's a lot of 2025s. I do want to talk about a few of those with you, but let's start with the 2024s. Um, a good portion of Miami commits will be there, but let's talk about uncommitted guys. Four-star tight end Tavion Galloway. Uh, this player, like I... I hope that the tide is turning with him because for a long time it felt like he wanted Miami more than Miami wanted him for whatever reason. But he's a four-star tight end. He's living in Ohio, but he grew up a Hurricanes fan because of his father. That's like he, he seems to really, really like Miami. And I really like Tavion Galloway. Give me your scoop on uh, on what he brings to the table. I think he's a kid that can play out or in. He's a lot like Riley Williams. Riley, I think, has some of the best hands of any freshman tight end in the country. He's, he's a kid I got to know a little bit. 
I think that if you can get back to back, like last year's Miami tight end group, the two they got Carver and you're not going to really do better than that. No. Yeah. But if you get a second year where you get at least one guy on that level, if not two and the Lofton kids, tremendous. That's awesome. Yeah. He's the perfect H back. So if you get a little bit more of a traditional guy like Galloway, they would have the best two year tight end hall in the country. So I think this is interesting because now, I mean, again, Kid from Ohio, you don't expect a whole heck of a lot. You know, they don't, that's where Chudzinski's from, if I remember right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they've gotten kids from, you know, the state of Ohio before, Bernie Kozar, et cetera. Yeah. But they need to kind of finish it out. The tight end depth chart right now is a little, little weird. All the injuries they've had, we need to see that kind of go away because we know Mario wants to run a lot of 12. One running back, two tight ends, maybe one of them's an each back. This next year, they'll be able to do that. They got to find a way to kind of get through this year. You're going to see more slot receivers. Long term, Miami is going to be able to power the football more. Tight end is where it's at. Also, getting a visit from four star defensive uh, linemen. I think Miami would like him to play tackle. That's LJ McCray out of Daytona Beach, Mainland High. And Brian, I've, I've got to think after just the bad luck Miami has had uh, landing oh. defensive tackles this cycle, they, they've got to be now. Full court press on LJ McCray, who has options 100%. around the country, including in the state, because Florida really likes him. Where do you think stand? Where do you think things stand with McCray? I think this is the all-in. We'll know after the visit situation because I've been told Florida, Georgia are the two teams. Mm-hmm. Florida State is pushing for him too, and they're obviously a hot team. This is a wild recruitment because that young man does not like doing interviews. I have no mm-hmm. idea beyond secondhand information. Um, nobody I know can really get to him and get any kind of serious information. So it's, you know, more, you know, can you get something from a staff member or something like that? But he has a chance to play early. Yeah. Florida state, Florida, like Florida's D line class is ridiculous. Florida states, they need help there, but Georgia Mm -hmm. sure as hell doesn't. I mean, come on. (laughs) They're they're pretty good. That's the cherry on top. If they get McCray, he wants to go there more power to him, but he ain't playing early. Yeah. I would be surprised if he's not interested in what Miami has to say based on playing time. Kane signed this one guy, Joshua Horton, last year yeah. at tackle. That's it. Yeah. They need at least two, if not three, yeah. in this class. So you know Mario loves recruiting. Big Joe and all the guys on the staff are going to be after this kid. I'm really curious to see what he says or tweets out after this visit. There are some big-time 2025s visiting this weekend, including at least three five-star kids in the class of 2025. It's not not too early to talk about 2025, believe me. It's, it's going to be uh, – we're going to be right in that cycle before you know it. So keep it locked right here. We'll talk more recruiting with Brian Smith on Locked on Canes right after we talk about game time. My friends, last-minute tickets should not be a stressful experience, and it's not stressful whatsoever at game time because they give you the best deals even the day of the event, guys. Uh, They've got flash deals and last-minute tickets. I'm looking at $59 tickets for Miami against Texas A&M. They were a lot higher earlier in the week. I'm looking at them for $59 uh, right there on game time. $2 tickets for the Bethune-Cookman game next Thursday night. I'm telling you guys, you have to check out game time. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, not just sporting events, but concerts, all sorts of shows, comedy. Uh, You can get images of your seat views right there. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And folks, make sure for your second listen because it is coming up, my friends, and I am so excited. College football season is here. This season, Locked on has kicked up our coverage with Locked on College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday today, Locked on will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked on College YouTube channel, including this one. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications. The conference rivalry games go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insights and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time only on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. Brian Smith is with us, a recruiting expert here on Locked on Canes. Shout out to the everydayers for getting us each and every day. Uh, let's talk, Brian, about five-star defensive tackle Armando Blunt from Central, uh, who uh, was, I think he just visited Florida State for the LSU game, or you know Orlando for the LSU-Florida State game last week. Obviously, Florida State put on a very good impression for him in that game. Uh, he's going to be at the Texas A&M-Miami game this weekend, so hopefully the Hurricanes can follow suit there what can you tell me about blunt's recruitment and where you think miami stands there when i saw him a few weeks ago at the central game up in uh, ocala they played vanguard i asked him and he said miami was the first school that he'd talked to when the period opened on august 1st the juniors can get phone calls texts and all that kind of stuff miami's all over him that's all they can do at this point and he plays at central it's a very miami friendly school but he's not really focused on recruiting he's just trying to kind of go through the process uh, really basic kid, A to B, very blunt, and he's just kind of going through it. I don't think we got much to worry about there. Miami's definitely right in the mix. Okay. If they're not the leader, they're right there at the top. Yeah. He's a priority for every school in the country. He's a national top 10 kid, no ifs, no ands, no buts. He had six sacks in a high school game. I don't care if it's high school or not. That's a lot, man. And there was yeah. a couple others he was close. Nobody can block him one-on-one -on -one consistently, and he's a power player as well as being quick. This is a kid that Miami has to sign. Wow, I like that. A um, couple of other five stars that are going to be in attendance. Um, Five-star offensive lineman Solomon Thomas. You know, we know how uh, Cristobal and Mirabal love their O-linemen. Is this kid the real deal? He's as good an offensive lineman as there is in the South. Yeah. Maybe in the country. He was uh, Under Armour MVP. As a junior, going into his junior year this past spring at the Orlando event, wow. and he is massive. I went to a game that he was at last year, and I just asked the coach at Reigns, I'm like, okay, which of your younger guys are good? And he, he just turned around and he points. And I knew exactly who he was talking about real quick. I was like, that kid's a sophomore right now? And he goes, yeah. And I said, that's ridiculous. He looks like he's 25 years old. Wow. And I just built out, just put together. And he played that way, too. They play him at guard mostly, but he's athletic enough to move outside. Doesn't matter. He's another kid that'll be 30, 40 offers if he's not already there. Nice kid, easy going, but just physically overwhelms people. Miami, if you're going to win in the trenches, these are the guys, you know, this is what Cristobal talked about in his vision. This is the kind of guy, this is the Maui Goa kind of level guy they need to get in every class that they really focus on O-line and 25 will be an O-line class. Can't go wrong with Thomas. He'll have, he'll have a lot of attention though. Good to know. Hurricanes are also getting a visit from five-star safety, DJ Pickett. He's out of Zephyr Hills, Florida, famous for their football and their bottled water, uh, I guess. Uh, what, what can you tell me about young Mr. Pickett? I've known him since he was in eighth grade, and he is the rarest DB I've ever met. He was 6'1 plus as an eighth grader playing varsity football in Tampa and shutting guys down. Mm. 
I mean, his family's got history, uh, has an uncle that played at Zephyr Hills, played at Ohio State, played for the Rams, won a Super Bowl and all that. Uh, he's got other family members that are played. He's got two cousins that are big-time players at Wharton High School. Family's got some bloodlines. The only, the only question with him is football is first, second, or third best sport. Baseball oh. and track, he's just as good or not, if not better. And he's like 10-8 guy in 100 meters, even though he's 6'3 and a half now. Uh, he's an incredible center fielder. He's just a phenomenal athlete. So Miami, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, those are some of the schools to watch. This is very important, though. I don't think he's been to Miami as much as he's been to some other schools. So we'll have to see. I, I might actually go see Pickett uh, here pretty soon. Oh, I love that. Well, great job as always here by Brian Smith. And again, guys, Locked On College Football Kickoff Live is coming up for those who are, who are watching this uh, live. You got 11 a.m. Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. I'm going to be a part of that panel. You know, I'm going to represent the U as best I can before Miami takes on Texas A&M. And Brian Smith always does an awesome job. Follow him on X at FBScout underscore Florida. And also check out his work at allhurricanes.com. He's an awesome colleague of mine there. Brian, thank you so much. Enjoy your college football weekend coming up. Same to you, my friend. Enjoy it. We will talk to everyone next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.